that poem, you know, I wrote the description on my <clears throat> on my podcast, and I wrote there that uh, it was a discussion I was having with myself. Um, I feel, especially as women, you know, we put under so much pressure as women it's from a young age, from early childhood already. You you put under pressure about, especially our physical appearance, not just from men or society, but we put ourselves under pressure. You know, we try to be someone else. We try to be better. We try to be be stronger. We try to, you know, we just try to run the race as as fast and as 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 quick as we can. And this poem, when I was writing this, it was quite. It was a couple of years back, actually. I think maybe twenty eighteen or twenty sixteen around there. And I was I was literally staring at myself in the mirror. And I was all the things that I wrote in this poem. Actually, it it's a story that that I was telling. Uh, it happened. And I was looking at myself and I thought to myself, I was looking at my hair. Even this morning while I was getting ready, I was like, okay, this hair is kind of looking dodgy. It's looking dry. And I was laughing at myself because I'm thinking I'm literally going to go talk about the same thing. You know, it doesn't end as much as we try to encourage ourselves and try to grow and try to say, I'm strong, I'm beautiful. It's a battle that we have to fight every day as women, especially as women. That's why I wanted to share this during Women's Month, during August, and you know, it's going to it's it's part of a series that I'm planning on sharing throughout the month. And there's many parts in this poem where I'm I'm writing about how my body is sore. You know, my hair looks like this, my eyebrows look like that, and that that's the conversation starter on the inside of ourselves. You know, all the bad things, <laughs> all everything that's wrong with us. It's not about oh, I'm so beautiful when you wake up in the morning and you're staring at yourself. It's not I'm beautiful or I'm strong, I'm capable, I'm competent, I'm worthy, I'm loved. That's not the first thing we say to, to ourselves. The first thing is, oh my goodness, look at, look at you. Look at your eyes, look at this, look at that. And it's such, a, it's such an ingrained thing that, like I said, it starts from a young age. And one thing I noticed with my daughter, my daughter is about eight years old. She's turning nine in October. And I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it breaks my heart because she hears sometimes how I speak about myself. She hears me say, oh, I'm fat. Oh, I picked up weight. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And then I hear her in later days saying, mommy, why am I so skinny? Why does my hair look like this? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I did that. You know, I, you need to take responsibility for the conversations you have with yourself because those conversations impact people around you. It, and if you have kids, if you have daughters especially, she's going to grow up with that thinking. Now I have to work extra hard to get her to change her narrative about who she is as a young girl. Because she, I don't want her to grow up and be 31 and be like, oh, I'm this and I'm that and I'm not worthy, I'm not loved. And sorry, I'm getting so emotional thinking about it. But like I said, it's an everyday battle that we fight when we wake up in the morning. The conversations you have to have with yourself is so important. Because, again, it affects your work. It affects your relationships with others. Because my husband can tell me, baby, you're so beautiful. You are the most beautiful woman in the world. And then I'll fight him. I'm like, Ugh, you're just saying that. You're just trying to make me feel better. But he's like, he's looking at me and he's looking at me with so much love and admiration in his eyes that I'm like, what is he seeing? Like, what is he seeing? And he's just like, you don't know what I see when I look at you. And, you know, I know I'm talking about the physical part, but the physical part is important because obviously that's the first thing you see when you wake up and how you feel on the outside reflects how you feel on the, we might say how you feel on the inside reflects how you feel on the outside, but sometimes it's vice, it's vice versa because I might feel absolutely 
gorgeous on the inside. I'm encouraged and I'm excited and I'm happy. But on the outside, when I look at myself, I'm like, actually, Kimberly, uh, you need to like go put some makeup on. You need to look the part. You need to dress the part. But it's not like that. Like, I'm so happy that Zama is sitting there, you know, in your gown and you're so gorgeous. You're sitting there. You're so comfortable. And the thing is, you are confident in doing that. You are, you are, like, I should have brought my gown, guys. We should have just all worn our pajamas. <laughs> you know, and you know, it's just like, it's not about on what's on the outside. Not always. Yeah, fine. It's a, it's an aspect because obviously of the society we live in, but it's not the most important part. And you might think that when you grow older, I'm 31 now, I'm th and you think, oh, I'm going to grow out of it. But you don't grow out of it. It's an everyday thing. You have to repeat yourself. You have to do affirmations. That's something my husband and I started doing as well in the mornings. We try to do affirmations about who we are, what we are capable of, what we can do, what we want to achieve. And that actually helps. It sets the trend for your day. And then there's another part in the poem where I, where I start writing about the small things that you find, you know, the, the beauty in the, in, the, in the ugly moments, for lack of a better word. There's a part where I write, strands of hair dances as it does. The breeze floats through the open window. The sun frames me with a golden light, almost angelic if I didn't know better. That moment alone, just the breeze coming through the window and going through your hair or the sun rising in the morning or sipping that cup of tea, you know, those are the beautiful moments that kind of remind you, actually, I'm alive. I'm, I've got purpose. I've got a, there's a plan for my life. And those are the moments. They might be small. They're much smaller compared to the, the bigger moments where you feel like I'm not worthy. I'm not loved. But those small moments can change the conversation, can change the narrative. And I feel like sometimes we miss those moments because we're so overwhelmed by everyday life. We, I have to wake up, get kids ready for school, go to work. I work at ENCA and Auntie Shireen in the beginning said it's a cutthroat industry. And my shift is from 2 p.m. until 11 p.m. at night. And it is tiring. It is exhausting. And you want to come home, you just want to rest. And then you have to wake up in the morning at 5, 6 to get the kids down for school. And it makes you feel miserable. But the fact that you just woke up, that alone in itself is a gift. And we miss that sometimes. Um, there's another part that I want to wanna reflect on. It says here, you know, I'm talking to myself. I'm, talk I'm telling myself, what are we going to do? And, and myself, I tell me, we carry on. We just carry on. Every day we carry on. We keep walking. We keep running. We keep fighting. We keep, you know, um, you reflect on things that, Sometimes when I look back on my life and, you know, Gabby and Auntie Shereen, they know my life. They know things I've been through. And, you know, you look back and you're like, sure, I actually been through it. Like, <laughs> I've actually been through it. And you sit here and you're like, oh, my word, I've not just been through it, but I've conquered it. I've survived it. It made me stronger. It made me braver. It made me more capable. And that's the conversations that we start having. That's the conversation. It's not about... um what what try to defeat you but it's and maybe you know some things will defeat us it's fine but it's not about how many times we fall and it's, it's it sounds so cliche but it is it's the truth how many times we fall we've all been through things that have you know tried to break us down things that have actually maybe even brought us down and we've been lying on that floor depressed miserable i you know I'm, i want to be honest with you i had a mental break two days ago 
with my like my husband was here i had a mental break i was sobbing i was crying i was punching him like you know i was i was so frustrated and angry about something that i couldn't do and sometimes we need those moments you need those moments where you just break down and it's okay it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you pathetic and that that happens you know we tell ourselves oh, why did i do that why did i cry like that why did i act like that but it's okay because it makes you stronger at the end of the day if you can admit to yourself what you you know you're wrong what you find fault in yourself and you own it then it can't defeat you so when we we don't we don't give power to the thing that tries to defeat us by letting it control us we take control of that thing and we switch it over and you change the conversation it's all about the conversation this poem is all about a conversation that i had with myself it starts off with me breaking myself down and eventually changes because you know again with my daughter with morgan she's so intelligent she is so aware of people's emotions so sometimes when i i again i don't i don't always see it and i tell myself i'm this i'm terrible i should i should be a better mother that is something i tell myself all the time i should be a better mother i should sit with the kids with their homework more often even if i came back from work or if i did this or if i did that and i should just you know and then morgan will tell me my daughter she will tell me mommy it's okay you're a great mom and she already is learning how to have a conversation not just with at 8 years old which is beautiful she's already getting the hang of encouraging other people but the problem is when it comes to talking to herself again like i said earlier she tends to tell herself things about her appearance so it's easy for us to i can't sit here confidently and tell you guys all these beautiful things but then when this meeting's over then i tell myself oh that was terrible because then i'm false then i'm fake and this morning i was telling myself no i i can't do this i you know it doesn't matter how old you are experience doesn't come with age it comes with life it comes with what happens to you i could have sat here as an 18 year old and i could have had the same very same conversation because all of us here have different stories that we that we can tell different experiences doesn't matter what your age doesn't matter where you come from but your story matters and your 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 life matters i know a lot of you know depression i i know i've suffered from depression i've gotten to points where i wanted to take my own life i've gotten to places where i just i gave into alcohol i gave into um just doing things that ugh, was so out of my character like and when i look back i still have moments in my life where i i, I blame myself i regret it i'm just like ugh. but then i'm reminded actually if you didn't go through those things you wouldn't have been able to sit here and talk about it because someone else needs your story someone else needs to hear what you've been through someone else needs to hear what you have to say you know as women we sometimes feel like oh let me not talk especially you know in corporate or in big businesses or even in conversations with 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 men oh let me not say anything no one wants to hear a woman speak nonsense women should women should speak we should speak loud and proud and you know that's something i want to teach my daughter as well because she's very she's sensitive and she's very shy sometimes and she she doesn't you know i talk about my daughter a lot because she's my legacy so everything that i teach i want to impart on her so that one day she can teach it to her her own daughters or children who you know and 
I try to teach her, be confident in what you speak. When you want to say something, say it. When you want to ask me something, ask me confidently. And it's something I've learned in, in the broadcast industry as well, because I've been through like news reading. I've been through being a production assistant. And even in my industry, now I'm a acting SBP and you need to talk. If you don't ask for something, you're not going to get it. And as women, we sometimes think, oh, my husband can read my mind. He knows what I want. <laughs> no. And it's funny because my husband, Jared, and I go through it all the time. And he always tells me, I can't read your mind. You know, sometimes sometimes we have those moments where we're like, oh, you're thinking what I was thinking. But there are moments where I want something and I'll, I'll hint. It's like, no, you need to talk. What do you want? You need to open your mouth and say what you want. And as women, we need to we need to know that we have power in our words. As a woman, whether you're a wife or not, whether you a mom or not, you still have your your power as a woman is immeasurable. Um, I always say this to the um, I'm a youth leader at at my church, and we've got a, we've got a small bunch of uh, young girls, and I always every every conversation we have, I always bring it back to the power of a woman. You know we. We sometimes we might feel broken down sometimes and we might feel like we don't fit in. We don't look the part again. We don't sound the part. But you have so much power as a woman in your home, in your career, in your school, in your wherever you are. You as a woman, you are absolutely magnificent. And that's exactly what I want to try to do throughout the month of August, through everything that I post on my podcast, on my blog, conversations I have. I want to encourage women that we have power to not just change our environment, but change the world around us, change you. And the world around you is not the actual planet. The world around you is where you are, your surroundings, your neighborhood, your 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 hometown, your workplace. Um, and this poem, I don't know, you know, I don't know why it was the first one I posted on my podcast, but I think it came back to the internal, again, the internal conversations that we can that we have with ourselves that's just everything starts from the inside not everything starts from the inside um the conversations the feelings the thoughts your mind i know you know we all struggle with our mental health everyone you don't need to call it depression you don't need to call it whatever but every day again it's a battle the 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 battle in your head what you think what you say all creates your your environment around you and how you see yourself is how other people will see yourself how you t carry yourself other people will will also you know it will reflect to other people and the the i repeat this in the poem where i say i inhale i exhale i inhale i exhale and those are those moments where you just need to stop you need to stop take a breath and you need to remember who you are where you are, what you can do, what you're capable of. And it's just a moment of taking a deep breath in and out. And you know, when I have those moments, I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I can do this. Because, you know, life gets overwhelming. Things get overwhelming. And you just want to take a breath. And you just want to inhale and exhale. And I think, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's, you know, I'm reading the poem now because I'm reading what I wrote. And I sometimes look at these things. I'm like, did I write that? Did I do that? And I'm like, actually, you did do that. So, you know, there's a just one thing I want to touch on is sometimes you do something amazing and you don't want to take the credit for it. 
um, you wanna you wanna say, oh no, it's not because of this. It's I. It wasn't me. It was you know. It just happened. No, it happened because you made it happen. Especially as women, we don't wanna take the credit. You don't wanna you don't wanna you know just. You, but take the credit. It's not about arrogance. It's not about pride. It's about owning who you are. And I think I'm so glad there are men in this conversation as well because these are some of the conversations that women have in their friend groups. And we feel like, you know what, I'm not, I can't do this. And I think it's important as men also to realize that sometimes your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, your mother, she just needs, she just either needs time out. She just needs a hug. She just needs you to tell her that I see you. I see you for who you are. I see you for what you are. I see you for what you can do. And again, it doesn't matter which age, whether it's your eight-year-old daughter or your 80-year-old mother. It's just these conversations happen all the time. I remember now my mom. My mom died in 2020. She was 60 years old when she died. And, you know, we still grieve her. Um, but my mom was very, very sad when she died. She didn't achieve all that she wanted to achieve. She didn't have all that she wanted to have. But when it was her funeral... All these people came out and they said such beautiful things about her. And for me, it saddened me that these things only happen when you die. Why do we not tell each other these things while we're still here on earth? So my mom didn't, she, you know, she was very lonely. But then when she died, people were talking about what she did, how she was loving, how she did things. Stories came out about what she did for people that we as her children didn't even know. And, you know... Because she didn't talk about it, we didn't know about it. Because she didn't tell us what she did for these people, we never knew. And it, it saddens me that she had to die and she didn't get to hear what these people thought of her. How she was loved, how she was admired for who she was. And I think, you know, sometimes we, we run out of time. And um, if anything, if COVID taught us anything, it can happen so quickly. Um, so... Yeah, that my that's my encouragement for, for all of you today. And I hope, like, you know, that you remember to have those conversations with yourself. Um, I wrote here, I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm capable. I'm her. That her is you. It's all you. So I want you to say it every morning, if, even if that's all you say. I'm capable, I'm beautiful, I'm loved, I'm worthy, I'm strong. Every morning, just that's what you do. And even if you find yourself throughout the day and you think, oh, no, then you inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. <laughs>